This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, child care for DOD employees is good, but costs too much and is in short supply. A new bill could change how COLAs are calculated for federal retirees. And if you're violating certain federal civil statutes or regulations, get ready to pay higher penalties. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Monday, February 6th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Employees of the Defense Department need reliable child care, but they often face long wait lists and trouble affording DOD child care centers. A report from the Government Accountability Office says the centers do meet military-specific needs, like offering care for families who frequently relocate and work non-traditional hours. The report goes on to say the department has taken some steps to increase child care availability, including building more child development centers, expanding the pool of eligible community-based providers, and increasing fee assistance available to families. A new bill could change how cost-of-living adjustments are calculated for federal retirees. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. The Fair COLA for Seniors Act would require Social Security to calculate cost-of-living adjustments based on the Consumer Price Index for the Elderly, or CPIE. It's a price index focused on individuals ages 62 and up that puts greater emphasis on health care spending. The Fair COLA for Seniors Act would provide the same change for retirees in both the Civil Service Retirement System and the Federal Employees Retirement System. Proponents of the bill say it will ensure fairer COLAs for seniors and federal retirees by more accurately tracking their spending habits. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Employees who violate certain federal civil statutes or regulations will soon have to pay higher penalties. The Office of Personnel Management has finalized the annual dollar increase, which has risen to about $13,500 for 2023. That's about $1,000 more than the 2022 penalty rate. The annual adjustment is set in statute and based on the CPIU, the Consumer Price Index for All Urban Consumers. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Cybersecurity shared services from CISA took off in 2022. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why. Federal civilian agencies easily surpassed the government-wide goal by one and a half times to adopt cybersecurity shared services last fiscal year. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency reported in their fourth quarter President's Management Agenda update that agencies adopted 77 shared solutions, easily beating the goal of 50. Overall, agencies have used a total of 131 cyber shared services last year. These services include automated indicator sharing service, which is among the most popular, mobile application vetting, the vulnerability disclosure policy platform, and several others. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. 
Agencies receive new guidance for how to advance the Biden administration's Justice 40 initiative. The Office of Management and Budget is telling agencies to use the Climate and Economic Justice Screening Tool, or CGEST, to identify and direct funding opportunities to geographically defined disadvantaged communities under the Justice 40 initiative. Additionally, agencies should use CGEST for programs where a law directs resources to disadvantaged communities. By October, the start of fiscal 2024, OMB says agencies are expected to use CGEST for any new investments that fall under the Justice 40 interim guidance issued in July 2021. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency has the attention of a top House lawmaker. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. CISA Director Jen Easterly met with new House Homeland Security Committee Chairman Mark Green last week. In a statement, Green says he's looking forward to a productive relationship with Easterly. But the Tennessee Republican says he's concerned by what he called the Biden administration's aggressive regulatory approach on cyber. Green says he wants to strengthen CISA as an information enabler rather than as a regulatory agency. CISA is currently developing regulations for a cyber incident reporting law passed by Congress last year. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. A bipartisan group of senators introduce a bill to incentivize agencies to lease space they don't need. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The Smart Leasing Act would create a pilot program that would allow agencies to sublease underutilized real estate to any person or entity at fair market value. That includes another federal, state, or local government agency. The bill allows agencies to use rent payments to help fund capital projects and facilities maintenance. Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee Chairman Gary Peters and members James Langford, Kirsten Sinema, and Josh Hawley reintroduced the bill after it failed to pass in the last session of Congress. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. A survey released by the Defense Business Board indicates that 80% of Pentagon employees rate their IT user experience as average or below average. The board conducted the survey as part of a study to improve DOD user experience. Some of the most common user complaints included spending too much time logging in and the repeated need for reauthentication. Another glitch that users say they experience is that help desks don't communicate with each other and they end up with unresolved issues that get reticketed with new help desk requests. Top Republicans on the House Veterans Affairs Committee are seeking an update on the VA's recent policy to provide abortions to some patients. Committee Chairman Mike Bost and Health Subcommittee Chairwoman Mary Annette Miller-Meeks are asking the VA to provide the total number of abortions it's provided since last fall. That's when the VA issued an interim final rule permitting abortions in life-threatening situations or in cases of rape and incest. The lawmakers say that rule exceeds the VA's legal authority. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Monday, February 6th, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.